are listening to the Gorman Bear Girls podcast. We're just two girls making memories and eating our way through life together. Welcome, Welcome to, to our table. table. Hi, I'm Star. And I'm Jen. And we are the, the Gorman Bear Girls. Hey, Star. Hey, Jen. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm recovering. You are recovering. <laughs> yeah. I had shoulder surgery last week. It's a different kind of pain you have now. It's good pain. It's fixed pain. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't feel all that different. Yeah. Which is worrisome to me. Yeah. Don't worry about that. It's yet. You just had it. It's been a week. Right. You didn't start physical therapy yet. That'll make it feel better. Right. We're going with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not as bad as I expected it to be, though. I thought it was going to be way worse. Like, yeah, the whole you had you thing. definitely had yourself psyched for the worst thing the imaginable. Worst thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is hilarious. You've had children, I know, <laughs> but this was something new. So, yeah, anything new is scary. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So, what did you do last week? Um, I made you dinner. <laughs> That's right. See, I knew food would come into the p- picture somehow. <laughs> yeah, I made you dinner. It was delicious. Um, a lot of people made yeah, me dinner. a lot of people made you dinner. Which was I nice. Know. You that's set up meals for me. That's always a benefit of, yeah, that's like a little added bonus. Whenever, whenever you're down for the count for a little while. I don't know, maybe we should have been making you dinners before the surgery. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been getting meals for months. I mean, we've been going out to eat. <laughs> right. I guess that kind of, that's a thing too. Yeah. But you were doing so well that we made it to the Frick on yes. Friday, which we had been hoping to do. We had been planning on it and we did. And it was beautiful. It was sketchy there for a while. Yeah. We weren't sure the weather was going to cooperate. It was torrential earlier in the day. It just poured and poured and poured. And, and the I, ground didn't even seem that it wet. It didn't. Yeah. It, it ended up to be a really nice evening. It and was. there wasn't a lot of people there. And I think because of the way the weather had been. Yeah. Well, we sat closer to the cafe this time. A lot of times we sit closer, like more by where the entertainment is. Right. We didn't sit there this time, which was nice because you could still hear it in the distance, but you were able to. Yeah. You converse. could carry. Yeah. Carry yeah. the conversation. I agree. Um, Definitely still a favorite. I actually just told somebody about it today. I pulled the flyer that they were passing out at the Frick. I pulled it out of my purse and I gave it to them because they were like, oh, what did you do last weekend? And I was just saying like, this is a great thing. It's just so chill. It's really nice. I love it. Yeah. Because it just sit five to nine. And when we left, it was still so light outside. It felt weird. I felt like, because I know as it gets closer towards the end of the summer, it's already, it's dark when we're leaving. and Right. Well, we've been in like September before and it's pitch black when you leave. Yeah. Right? September? Does, does it go to the end of August or beginning of September? Didn't we go for there was something Elaine's that was going on. birthday? That, But that's August. Her birthday's August. So maybe it was in it was August. The end so of we August, went. right? And it was dark. Yeah. I don't know. Nobody <laughs> cares about this. Yeah. People are like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Anyway, trying to remember Pittsburgh, go to the check out a Friday night. Fridays at the Frick. You can actually Google it and look and see who's going to be there. Um, Music wise, like who's playing, what the entertainment is. You can see what food trucks will be there. You can eat at the cafe if you'd like. 
bring your own food, like pack a basket. Yeah, it can be a completely free night. Yeah, totally. We've done it every way possible. Right. So, and it's, yeah, no matter what you choose, it's great. You could do a combination kind of thing too. But yeah. it's just so nice. It's just chill. Take some camp chairs or a blanket, relax, talk. Right. It's just a nice, enjoyable thing to do on a, on a summer night. Yeah, I'm definitely hoping to make it at least two more times before the end of the season. Yeah, we've got Fridays. So this Friday, we're booked up because we've got the luau. Mm -hmm. We've got some other Fridays coming up. We're going to be away on a Friday. We've got a, our, our lemon party. annual lemon party is on a Friday. Yeah, so we've got some Fridays that are, we've got to squeak yeah, next, those ones in between. Next summer, we need to plan our party Saturday so that we yeah. can do the Frick Fridays. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although we would be in crazy prep mode anyway, probably. If right. If our party was on Saturday, we wouldn't be going out Friday night. Yeah. Speaking of which, that's where we are now. Right. In crazy prep mode. Yes. Yeah. Well, actually, you more than me because my Because you're my partially injury. disabled. <laughs> partially disabled. <laughs> you went from... <laughs> Before surgery, claiming you were completely disabled because you were having so much trouble moving. And then you couldn't feel your arms. So then you went to paralyzed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was the most insane thing. So yeah. they, they gave me a nerve blocker, which they said I would be appreciative of because of the pain. Sure. To not be able to feel my arm the first day. But they... I, I don't know. What if I have somebody squeamish listening to yeah, this? Yeah, you don't necessarily they, have to they say They give how you a shot. I'm not going to say how they do it. It yeah. was rather terrifying. It was. <laughs> and then it paralyzes the arm, but it paralyzed my left vocal cord as yeah. well. Right. And so I sounded ridiculous. I could hardly talk. Yeah, you sound a little bit like Darth Vader. Um, it was scary. Yeah, I think more than anything, like it made you feel kind of anxious that that had happened because you could hear yourself talking and you sounded strange to yourself. But aside from the, the, the kind of frightening or fearful aspect of it, it was hilarious because you could not tell where your arm was. And you're like, where's my arm? Is it over here? <laughs> like, no, it's over there. <laughs> yeah, and they were moving it around. Yeah. And I couldn't even look at it. Yeah. You were like weirded out by it. It was, that was like kind of funny. So anybody's ever had that, it. it feels, it is bizarre. And I thought my arm was in one position. And it wasn't. And yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. And and the nurse or whoever he was, I don't know who he was, he worked there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Staff. <laughs> he told me that that was probably the last place I remembered my arm being, which is why yeah. I thought my arm was there, which is freaky. It is freaky. It's crazy. Well, whatever. How did we get on that topic again? I don't know, because we were talking about being in crazy prep. I don't even know where that went. but Oh, because I can't help as much as normal. Right. Because yeah. I'm partially disabled. But, <laughs> correct. Which is better than completely, which is what right. we felt like before. So, um, And I do want to say, you know, when you have some kind of a surgery or something goes wrong in your otherwise healthy body, it makes you feel so much compassion for people who struggle with pain every day mm -hmm. or who really are like we make a joke. We probably shouldn't even joke with people who are seriously disabled. Right. And my heart just goes out to them because I've been having a really tough time dealing with all this pain the last few months. I can't imagine if it was not ending. Yeah. If it was never ending. Right. And you feel pain and then you're not allowed to do certain things. And that kind of puts a 
a damper on life. It's so different from choosing to say like, I'm just going to take a couple of days and I'm going to chill because I need to just back off and and just relax and I'm not going to do anything. It's That's a totally different thing when you make that choice as opposed to when you're not allowed to do anything or you can't do anything. You like want to crawl out of your skin. Right. Well, and it's human nature when somebody says don't do that and you, you want to do, do it. Yeah. Yeah. But... But I think that you're recovering quickly. I think, like you I said, it, it's not as bad as you had anticipated that it was, and you're recovering quickly. And even as far as the luau coming up, like I had, I was doing everything. I mean, you've always been, you're more of a person that likes to do desserts. And that's not, you know, I'm, I'm I don't really, I mean, I don't mind doing it, but I'm not as into it as you are. But I was going to do it. And you're like, no, I think I can do that. So more power yeah. to you, sister. Go for it. <laughs> so we're going to do a guava chiffon cake. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like some, you know, we're doing a luau. So trying to pick some things that are kind of Hawaiian theme. And this is apparently some popular Hawaiian cake, the Hawaiian guava chiffon cake. We'll let you know how it is. Yes. Hopefully it'll be good. Yeah. Maybe we'll let them see it if it looks good. But if it doesn't look good, we'll just tell you how it tastes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll post a picture. Hey, sometimes you, you know, sometimes you got to fail. <laughs> sometimes you just, and it tastes good. Oh, well, it didn't look so great. Whatever. Um, but I'm sure it'll be fine. Sounds yeah. good. And then Paul's going to core pineapples. Yeah, because we're going to do the, we're going to do our drinks, our welcome drink in, in pineapple, pineapple. Which we have yet to settle on exactly what we're going to do for the welcome drink. But we'll figure something out. So total prep modes. I have stuff everywhere in the house. Like I've got stuff in the dining room because I was trying out table settings and I already folded the napkins and I've got little portions of the centerpieces kind of done because we're just a couple of days away and I picked up the greens today that we're using and we're going to build a pineapple tree for the, which we've done before to display the fruit under and picked up the pig's head so yeah yeah I have my outfit <laughs> <laughs> you ordered an outfit online <laughs> that's great <laughs> you're prepared that's strapless so I don't have to fit my yeah, arm into it right yeah you don't have to worry about that um yeah so we've been talking about this for those who listen to the podcast on a regular basis we're talking about it and we were going to do a whole pig which we've done before for different things but when we have done that we've had a lot more people right so this is a more intimate um, dinner party and we have a lot less people and rather than doing a whole pig which is going to feed 50 to 75 people we decided we would just do We'll cook some pork, probably do like, there's a, a recipe I found for like a Hawaiian type pulled pork, do that. But we decided it, we still need to kind of have that vibe. So we're going to roast a head. So I picked up the head at Strip District Meats today. <laughs> and I'm like shoving it into it. So it's frozen, which I didn't think I was getting it frozen. I don't know why I thought they were just going to like hack the head off the pig earlier this week oh, and, like, and give it to me. <laughs> now, the, how appetizing does yeah. this sound? <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Um, but it was frozen. So I like keep right now I'm just 
dunking it in cold water and changing out the water. It's in a bag. It's wrapped in a bag, but you can see it. I was on the phone with my mom and I'm like, get your little snout into there. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm sticking the pig head into this container, like trying to trying to thaw it out because I need to brine so it funny. before I roast it. And it's a slow roast process. And I don't have like I was going to brine. I was going to do that tonight, have it brine tomorrow and then start roasting it slow through the night into Friday and what the heck now I have to thaw the thing out <laughs> but whatever so how long do you think that'll take oh it's probably gonna take about eight hours the way that I was I didn't get thank thank God for Lori um, Monte the kitchen whisperer she's like she had given me a recommendation of what to do although I don't know that I'm going to be able to do it because she said kind of like brine it smoke it for a little while and then slow roast it and but everybody was giving us tips based on splitting the head down the middle and we don't want to do that because the whole idea is that the head is whole we're going to stick an apple in its mouth right. and put yeah. a lay like around the net, you know, just to kind of give it that look. So because it's all about the theme, it's all about the theme. <laughs> you guys know we're all about the theme. You dress the part, you <laughs> you dress the meat, the part as well. <laughs> um, so she was like, oh, no, you're fine. Just you just roast it longer. You know, so that's that's what, that's what we'll do. Just roast it longer. We'll keep watching it. I'm looking um, forward to it. Yeah. Nothing like a good piece of salty meat. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And then we'll do the pulled pork. And they're saying, like, I don't know. We're still up for suggestions if somebody wants to, like, quickly throw something up at us. Because, you know, most of what we're serving are going to be very fresh. Kind of what you would expect to eat if you were doing a beach dinner. You know, if you're in Hawaii or you're even in the Caribbean. We've done this before when we've been at different um, on different all-inclusive vacations where they'll have like a dinner at the beach and everything, you know, there's a lot of fresh fruit and it's just everything is very, you know, tropical kind of feeling. So we don't want to have anything that's super heavy. Right. Yeah. The meat is usually the heaviest yeah. portion. But apparently this, I guess this is a popular thing. I don't know, but they're saying that this meat is typically served simply with like sauteed cabbage and um rice that sounds delicious to tell you the truth well i love sauteed cabbage Me too so do i yeah um and that's so so simple mm -hmm. to do sauteed cabbage so um the only thing i was thinking of possibly doing a little bit differently i don't know um if you've ever done this i've done it with some different things that i do like if i'm doing curry dishes or something too is maybe i'll use coconut water instead of just regular water to cook the rice Give it a little bit of a creamier flavor. Yeah. I mean, I've done it before with vegetable broth or chicken broth right. or beef broth, you know, depending on what I'm making. Just switch it out for the water. Yeah. And it's nice. It gives the gives the rice a little bit of a flavor. But that's really, I mean, we'll still have charcuterie out. I'm trying to come up with more of a tropical theme. Like I popped into Trader Joe's the other day and I bought the bag of like the plantain chips. Mm -hmm. I thought, because we had done something not too long ago where we set up for um, for Cinco de Mayo, we did a charcuterie and cheese and the found that what was really tasty with those plantain chips was like um, a little bit of a spicy dip and a piece of cheese on it. 
like sometimes it's unsuspecting things. It's like, oh, that's really tasty. You know, the crispness of the of the plantain. And I don't know, it's just good. So I thought, oh, I'll get those. I got some macadamia nuts instead of doing, I mean, I'm completely addicted to at Trader Joe's. They have the truffle Marcona almonds and, and the rosemary Marcona almonds. And I always buy a bag of each when I go because I'm afraid that they're like going to disappear and we won't have them whenever we build a board <laughs> and we want to use those. But Which I would be a sad day. It would be a sad day. But I thought, mm, no, macadamia nuts are a little more tropical. Mm-hmm. So got those um, ready to fancy up our welcome drink with some little umbrellas and fancy straws and it'll be fun. Yeah. So let's talk about the decor. Okay. Tell us about the table setting. Yeah. So my idea for this is, so we're doing this on my back patio. Um, and I have like a big gazebo that's on half of the patio and I have a table that's under there and then I have a big table that's outside of it as well. And my girl sits out there and most of my, um, plants this year, at least right now, everything is very green. Like I have ferns that are hanging around the, around the gazebo. And then I have three really big potted herbs that stand up high and they're pretty full. I do have a couple of um, hibiscus, like low-lying hibiscus plants that are on either side of the steps going into the back. And then, um, but just even around the area where I have things planted on the other side of the patio, my hydrangea there knew because it was kind of a new area. So there's a little bit of flowers on the ones that were planted this year, but not a lot. And so everything looks very green. Mm -hmm. Um, So my thought was to keep the decorations as far as table a little bit more minimalistic by just adding little pops of color and not doing something super vibrant with the table um so we're doing we have a big round table that will sit just outside of the patio area um you know trying to create different spaces different areas there and then we're just gonna the chairs will be covered with white um chair covers and we're just going to use a big white tablecloth and then we have um they're very thin I don't even where did I get them from like monstera leaves that will sit underneath clear plates and then we have like the fuchsia pink napkins that are already folded and those will sit on top of the two plates together and I'm not sure if maybe we could throw in some color with the with the glassware with the stemware but um the the places where the real color will be or we're going to do balloons we're doing like the balloon archway kind of a deal it's not going to be an archway but we'll do like a balloon garland around our around our picture area and then just around in uh, we'll have little areas where those will be as well I thought that the people should be the color like when you're doing a luau (coughs) Jennifer's choking (laughs) it's all good excuse me um hey it happens um so you know, you're doing a luau. Everybody wears like these brightly colored, you know, Hawaiian tropical looking shirts or dresses or rompers or jumpers or whatever. And so let the people be the color. Let the people be what decorates the space. So Jen needs a drink. I'm going to take a drink for you. What's with the cough? I don't know. There's no cough. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Take a drink. I'll try. <laughs> 
You might be talking the rest of the time. I don't know what happened all of a sudden. Well, you got um, me talking. You keep just like looking at me like, keep going. I know. <laughs> I'm ready to choke here. Um, but I thought that that would be a great idea. And then our centerpiece is just going to be a very tall. I, I did get some protea, um, some pincushion protea as well, and a couple of um, birds of paradise that I'll pop in there in those tall. But it's like palm leaf monstera. They're like three huge monstera leaves. And then I got some commodore and another palm looking leaf and some aspidistra to put in there just so that it's all kind of green yeah oh tea leaf i got tea leaf too um and then we're building a tiki a little tiki bar with a bamboo on the side so that's just going to go on the end of the one big table and our um because people kind of filter into the party during our quote unquote cocktail hour when those when we normally serve our welcome drinks uh, we had decided we would put them into a beverage container. Like I have one of those clear beverage containers that I can stick ice into without. To keep everything yeah, cold. Yeah, just to keep it cold. Rather than pouring everybody's drinks into the pineapple only to have them warm when people arrive. We don't want to do that. Yeah, that's no fun. But yeah. let's back up for a second to the balloons. Yeah. Because yes. I, there was a time where we didn't like to use balloons because they made us feel like you know, a little kid birthday party. Yeah. But then we realized that there are so many cool things that you can do with balloons. Oh, yeah. We've been doing it now for like a year. We've yeah. Just gone Last crazy. October mm-hmm. for Alyssa's birthday party, we started. Mm-hmm. And now we've been doing them more often. Yeah. And so I'm just, I just thought maybe you could clarify for a minute because there might be somebody that hears, you know, balloons and they think, ooh, that looks cheesy. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, we're not, so we're building it. And my goodness, I, I feel like you see it everywhere. Well, it's now very it's popular super right popular. Now. Yeah. People are doing it. Um, it's, you know, you think of wedding garland around like a trellis or around a gazebo or whatever. I mean, people are doing just amazing things with balloons. Right. The key is to balloons. to attach other, like fl- you put oh, flowers yeah. in them. Yeah, you, we have not just to solely balloons. To it. And, and I made some big paper hibiscus, like tissue paper hibiscus. I I made those and yeah, then I let's bought talk some about of that. the palms. Yeah, so oh. I had to find, it was hard to find like exactly what I want. I'm a little bit picky about things and I can't actually say that I did a great job at them. I mean, they look cute. I think they look really nice. But I I, I had to use like a couple different, like I, I took some ideas from one set of instructions that I saw and then I took some ideas from the other set of instructions that I saw because none of them were looking exactly as I wanted. Um and so I had to combine a couple things together in order to get that. But just bought some colored tissue paper, created three templates in three different sizes, started with the smallest template. Um, I mean, first you kind of like fan tissue paper together and you stick wire around that. And then you cut the ends so that you get like that frilly kind of look in the center. And then you start fanning the other pieces around, do like eight to 10 of those. And then you go to the next bigger size and you put that behind there and fan that around. And then you go to the next bigger size and it just creates this nice big, I mean, I don't know, how big do you think they are? Probably 20 inches in diameter, maybe? Yeah. At least. They're pretty large. Yeah. Yeah. I only did three of them, but then I think we have like eight of the, you know, brightly colored, like with the tropical kind of colored scheme that we're using of the palm, like just the balls with the scalloped edges. And you'll attach and those then, yeah, into the attach balloons. those into the, yeah, like in between some of the balloons and some, some of the leaves, like the monstera leaves. And I have other fresh leaves too, but I'll probably, 
have those around more like around the food table and then on the on our main table to our guest table but yeah and we'll show all this on instagram as yeah, well it's fun we're i mean people that have been following us or that know us personally know that we're a little bit crazy about stuff like this but we have a good time with it yeah 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 so i had just broke the news to scott this morning about building and it's more like a, a tabletop tiki bar because i have that huge wooden table that our friend david had built for us the one year for outside it's like a big farm table and so on the on the long end like the short width on the side we're just going to build right there so it's the first thing that as people step up onto the patio it'll just be right there and i'll have a little tiki roof over it and I ordered some bamboo for him to put on the sides to lift that. And I got the, to make like a thatched roof. I had picked up some stuff to do that. And, and I think I'm going to skirt the entire table with the, with the stuff too. Cause the rest of the food will be on the other side of that table. It's a big table. Like truthfully, all of us at 12 people could have sat around that table. We have before. Yeah, we yeah. have. But I wanted a round table and wanted to create like some different areas that we could be. So... We've got a little backdrop. We've got a, a photo a photo op area. I hope it doesn't rain because I need time to work with this stuff outside. So I'm hoping that it doesn't like pour down rain. I have not even watched the weather. Have you? It's been, yeah. It's supposed to be nice on Friday. It was saying, yesterday they were saying for Friday the high was 80, which would be great because cocktail hour, I think we have it at six. Mm -hmm. So six o'clock, it's going to be warm then as people are arriving, but it'll be nice and, you know, it'll be nice and cool into the evening as we're outside. Hopefully it won't be super humid, but even if it is humid, it doesn't feel as bad in the 70s, in the upper 70s, low 80s as when we're like pushing 90. But they were calling for some rain off and on. Like I think yeah. maybe they were saying it was gonna, it could rain today, it could rain tomorrow. I don't know. It's Pittsburgh. Yeah. It could snow tomorrow. Really. It's always a gamble to do anything outside here. It is. But we're usually pretty blessed. We're pretty, about, yeah. Uh, you we've, know, yeah, we've, we've been really fortunate. Yeah. I feel like it's usually it works in our favor. Right. Yeah. And when we do, because summertime, we do a lot of things outside. Mm -hmm. And we're going to do the lemon party outside again as well. We are. So, yeah. We're believing for good weather that we day. Are. And for Friday. That's right. And for tomorrow, so you can get some and things for started. Tomorrow, so I can put some things outside. Yeah. Right. Um, my challenge has been, what is this? Like everything, the same things always happen to both of us. Because we were, previous recording, we shared with everybody that the, the AC here in the studio, which is in your home, it was down. Yes. And you had <laughs> to wait. We were sweltering. Um, and now... I have, because of the size of our house, we have two units, one that power like is for down, we have a five ton downstairs and a three ton for the upstairs and the downstairs is out. I feel like I've been confined to my room. Like I go downstairs, I hurry up, I cook something, get it on the stove, I go back upstairs. I mean, I have an office space up there and some other, you know, I mean, oh well, so I have to sit in my bedroom and watch television, <laughs> you know, you can only clean the bathroom so many times and vacuum your bedroom. But anyway... <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to get all of the balloons kind of together so I can construct these balloon garlands, but I don't want them sitting in the like extreme area downstairs. Where, yeah, because yeah. they'll, I mean, when we did the ones last year for Alyssa's surprise birthday party, 
they lasted a couple of weeks looking like we had just constructed the, the whole thing. Right. Because um, you ended up being able to use it for Gracie's birthday, birthday party as, as yeah. well. Um, yeah. They, I mean, they, they hold up. They do. We're not using helium. So right. for those that are asking, like it's not, there's no helium. Which is really nice because there is a helium shortage and yeah. not everywhere has it. Right. So to be able to not have to worry about that aspect of things is really nice. Yeah. And it's really, it's really pretty. I, I don't want to say like it's easy to do because there are people that specifically do balloon art that construct these garland. There is, there is a, a creative process that goes into it. You're blowing balloons that you're putting less air in some and more in others. And you certainly want to be mindful of how you're, pairing colors together and choosing a color palette and things like that that's all very important so I hate to say like oh it's easy and then somebody who that's what they do for a living it's you know it's like I don't like when people say oh yeah oh for your wedding yeah just get just get the flowers from Sam's Club you can do them yourself you know just put them together well yeah you can and a lot of people have are gifted that way that they they can do that that's fine but I just don't want to make it sound like oh it's so easy yeah like anybody can do it because some people won't be into it like you have to have a little bit of creativity in doing it but it's not if you do if you're a creative person it's not hard to to do this I mean really it's you know blow the balloons up tie them tie two or three of them together use fishing line and start like kind of wrapping the fishing weave line together. around there and just weave it. Yeah. And you can, you can shift the balloons around. You can like twist them around each other until you get the look that you want. You can add balloons into it, like small little ones in there, just to add little touches by using, I've never used the hot glue gun, but I've seen where people do that. I would be so afraid that I would pop my balloons. Yes. Um, but you can use glue dots that's how you can add some of the other things into there. Sometimes it's just a matter of, you know, if you're using artificial flowers or even if you're using some live greenery, as long as there aren't any, any like rough pieces or thorny kind of things on there or wire that's in there, you can just even slip them between and the balloons hold them into place. So um, it's been, it's been fun, like creating those kind of things from time to time. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're going to do that. So back to the whole, in talking about the the decorative aspect of things, I just really felt like the balloons are going to have color, but for the most part, there is a little bit of color on the table because there's a secondary type of um, part of the centerpiece that I already created, those little things that just like a circle of small things that'll go around the, the tall centerpiece. But um, for the most part, I thought, let the people be the color. You'll see the balloons, but the balloons aren't going to be around the dining table. Um so we're just keeping it, I don't know. We put together two different setups for table, for place settings. And there's something that we like about both of them. But when it comes to like the sleeker aspect, I feel like we're going to just end up going with the, yeah, I like that. the green onto the white, you know, the Monstera and then go with that. Um, but we might, who knows, we might put a yellow around yellow placemat underneath it. Once the table's all set up, I still feel like we'll end up going with just the sleek. I think so line. too. It just, it did something when I saw that. I thought initially I was going to like putting another layer under there, but sometimes less is more simple is better, you know, right? just be simple. It's that way. Um, I mean, thinking because we're foodies and food bloggers, like talking about food all of the time. I was having a conversation with somebody today 
about that, even in food preparations, sometimes the simplest things, like the most stripped down, it ends up being the best. My right. son just made a, you know, he did, it was, um, I can't think of the, what the woman's name is, but she's, I was going to say salt, pepper, light. <laughs> That's not it. She's um, salt, fat, acid, heat. The chef that that wrote, or that's her, what her show is called or whatever. I had a headache. I'm like having trouble formulating thoughts. Um, Anyway, she has a buttermilk chicken recipe where you just take the whole chicken and you like throw it in buttermilk overnight and you really just roast it. There's mm-hmm. nothing. It's just a very simple, simple thing. It's about the temp that you cook it at, the length of time, and the fact that it had been in the buttermilk for 24 hours. And Christian was like, it's the best it's so good," he said. "I think you know, like I think I want to do this all the time. And he he makes a good roasted chicken. He normally does the kind of a lemon and thyme type thing. And I don't know. He he's good with putting flavors together with few ingredients. Right. But he thought so. Sometimes simple is better all the way around. Your decorations, your food, just keep it. And especially when we're entertaining, I feel like a lot of times if we put too much. You know, if there are too many things that you need to do, you take a complex recipe and there's a time and a place for that. Don't get me wrong. But when you want to be able to sit down with your guests and enjoy your time together, you don't want to have to be doing all of these like last minute kind of things to to get things, right? you know, to the table. Yeah, um, I always say choose dishes that you can prepare at least mostly in advance. Yeah, absolutely. Because you want to enjoy yourself. And when you are feeling stressed, your guests feel it. Yeah. When they come and you don't want that feeling. You you know, you want a very welcome, welcoming environment. And if the host is stressed out, people feel that and it's not that great of a situation. So no, we've done things before where it's not been like buffet style, where we've actually served plated. Oh yeah, courses. Meals to the, yeah, to the table in in courses, and sometimes it's as easy as saying like, you make a simple salad, you kind of toss that together in advance, you have that ready to go, and maybe all you're doing is throwing like some nasturtium or something on there to to decorate the plate, right. put some edible flowers on there, or add something to it, kind of last minute that just you know. Again, simple. I mean, I've been really, sometimes I just, when I make a salad, it's just, I'm just having butter lettuce and I'm just dressing it or I'm doing arugula mm-hmm. and I'm just dressing that, you know, keeping right. it very, very simple and just enjoying the simplicity of the flavor of that one in particular thing. Um, and I mean, I think that's, I think we've actually, you know, been experiencing that even more and more um, at some of the different places that we've you know, that we've been here in Pittsburgh as of late, some of the new places that are opening. Yes. Um, it's nice sometimes just to go simple. Right. But I agree. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll share all of that whenever we, in just a couple of days, we'll, it'll all be over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll, and then we'll share that. Yeah, yeah, should be fun. And next week we will we'll recap and and talk how about how it went. Yeah, and then we have an event coming up on Sunday, so we, do. we can talk about that. Yeah, next week as well. Yep. Yeah, lots of cool stuff coming up in this summer. So, looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm hungry, so it all sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, Star. So, if people want to get a hold of us, how do they do that? 
Yeah, you can reach us on Instagram. Instagram is our social media platform of choice. We're also on Facebook and on Twitter, um, but you can direct message us through Instagram. We are at Gormandberg, G-O-U-R-M-A-N-D-B-U-R-G-H. Or you can send us email. I am star, that's star with one R, at Gormandberg or at GormandbergGirls.com. And I am Jen at Gormanberg or GormanberggGirls.com. And if you would be so kind to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, we would very much appreciate it. It helps other people to find us. Okay, well, it's a good time to wrap since we both can't speak. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We'll Thanks. talk to you next week, guys. Bye-bye.